Hi, I'm Cameron from Smooth Digital and welcome to Tea with Toby, the show where we ask and answer the questions playing on the minds of the care sector's business leaders. This week's episode is sponsored by the Access Group and a little bit different from recent episodes, we're going to have our very own marketing strategy director, Toby Aliusman, under the spotlight for some questions. And we're going to be covering processes today. So, tea with Toby, 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 tea with Toby. So, Toby, first of all, welcome to the show. Thanks. It's good to be back in the spotlight. So, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I think we're really ready for it and glad to have you back under fire. So, yeah, processes, one of your favorite subjects. So, let's not waste any more time. Let's kick off with the first question, and it's simply, why now, more than ever, are processes so important for care businesses? So, the good thing is, care businesses, our audience, they're used to following processes, especially during this period, during uh, COVID-19. They've been given a set of procedures that they need to follow, and it increases, uh, it reduces the likelihood of people making mistakes. Now, for in, in terms of our area, what, where we find process being best used is from recruitment and customers. Most people lack in that sort of area when it comes to processes. Okay, so just on that one, you said recruitment and customers. So what, what can processes be used for uh, specifically within those? Yeah, so... Processes can be used to help whoever's handling the inquiry. What's, what, what's the steps that they need to take from the very beginning, someone inquiring, mm-hmm. up until them actually being a customer? The same as if someone applies for a job, what are all the individual steps that need to be taken and how should they be taken from inquiring uh, for a job to becoming uh, a team member, a member of the team and being hired? Okay, brilliant, brilliant. So when we come into campaigns and when we're working with clients, we don't really have control over the processes, okay? So we, we can provide some input, suggestions, but ultimately it's down to them. But let's just put you in their perspective. Let's say if you did have a care business, Toby, and I said, right, you can, have, you can put your process, your ideal process in place. What would your ideal process look like if we're doing a, a campaign to attract new clients? Awesome. So there's three ways that someone could inquire, either through the phone, email, or live chat, 24-hour live chat. Yeah. Let's say it's through email. Yeah. So first of all, let's say the inquiry came yesterday. The process is, as soon as the inquiry comes in, no less than one business hour to, hand, uh, to respond to it. So let's say it came in over the weekend, Monday morning, I'll, I would even say get, get onto that straight away. So uh, the processes go to the inquiry, then import that information into a CRM or an Excel spreadsheet. Um, a CRM is a customer uh, relationship management tool. Then reach out to that um, person from the phone first. Most people don't actually get through to the, peop- um, to the people inquire on the first call. So what I would then do is have a process where there's a number of different follow-ups. 
And I would say a minimum of four. And the follow-up, the first follow-up, the first initial, the, the first contact will be a call. The second follow-up could be a, a text message and people massively underutilize text. The second one could be a call again or an email. Yeah. And then the final one could be what I call a breakup communication. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll coin the phrase from this. I remember when um, I was at a, a traffic light and someone bashed into the back of my car and, uh, you know, I, I was going to claim for it. And then during that week, it was a hectic week. The insurance company kept phoning me, emailing me, texting me. I couldn't. I was just busy, but I did want to speak to them. Mm-hmm. And then... I got some sort of breakup communication from them, from an email, which basically said, this is who we are. This is why we're trying to get in contact with you. If you're still looking to claim, here's our contact details. Now from reading that, I kind of felt these guys aren't gonna keep contacting me. So I I am interested, let me actually reach out. And we found having that process and having it cleverly written whatever breakup communication you give, whether it's through a text, an email, or a voice message, having that uh, cleverly written actually does increase the likelihood of them saying, okay, let me actually reach out to these guys because I am interested. Yeah, I mean, I think it fits in as well with the sort of seven touch points of marketing we talk about. Mm-hmm. Like, that can be part of that. It's like they may have seen something that caught their eye and they've emailed you about it, but they've not had enough touch point enough exposure of your business to then actually take action but you've given them those emails and then given them that last bit saying here now or never kind of thing absolutely and and the big one big one within that process that's massively underutilized is text most people aren't using text and the, and the big the great thing about text is 1995 or 99% of the chance it would actually go through because yeah. if you leave a voicemail not everyone not everyone actually listens to their voicemail. I don't. If, for example, um, someone calls and they see a number they don't recognize, some people don't call them back. They don't have the time to. I think there's massive fatigue from all these PPI companies calling you and yeah, someone you've been in an accident, all that kind of stuff. I think people see an unknown number, not even unknown, just a number yeah. they know and go, ugh. Yeah, they might be being cold call or wherever it is. Yeah. That's right. So that's really important in terms of that process coming through. Okay, brilliant. So on that, Toby, um, you're going to have your ideal process, but what should people be tracking along that process? What, what things do they want to look out for? So I'm a big numbers person, and I think there's, uh, you can, numbers do tell a story, and numbers can pinpoint um, bottlenecks within the business. So on a monthly basis, you want to have a separate sheet, an Excel document that tracks total inquiries brought into the business. Yeah. Total um, assessments booked. From those assessments, total customers. And then in between those numbers, there's a percentage conversion rate. And then you're able to identify from inquiry to assessment how many, how much, as a business, how are we performing? If we've got 10 inquiries, are we only converting three into an assessment? If that's the case, that needs to be looked at. Mm. Is it, what's happening on that first call? Is the user not really buying into that person? Is the calls even being answered? 
whatever it is that needs to be looked at. And then also at the, at the next stage, from assessment to a, a customer, what's the conversion rate there? It's really important to first of all, work on those conversion rates. And then if you wanna grow as a business, you can then predictably, to, to predictably know for every X amount of customers, uh, inquiries, we convert that into X amount of um, customers. And then if you wanna double the number of customers, you can then pour in on the front side on, on the marketing to get those inquiries coming in first. Exactly, yeah. It really, really helps the marketing if you know what your sort of conversion window is and what that costs you, because then you can assign an appropriate budget and maximize your time working with an agency. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, really, really important. Okay, so Toby, on that, we've talked about process, we've talked about things they should be doing. Obviously, one of the benefits of the current time is technology has really emerged and people are knowing a lot, a lot more um, about certain platforms available. So what kind of, what platforms, what technology would you recommend people to use to help with the processes? So first of all, I wanna to speak to the people who have probably had to make such a big jump from where they were in terms of technology to where they currently are now um, with COVID. They probably implemented more technology in the last two months than they have in the last two years. Yeah. So I wanna keep things simple for those people. You don't need a massive sort of um, fancy CRM. If you're at the early stages, let's start from using something as simple as Google Sheets or Excel, for example. If you're still writing down inquiries on paper or your staff aren't tracking them at all, let's pull it into Google Sheets or Excel. Now for the people who are a little bit more advanced, you want to start thinking about using the CRM tool. And there are many which are free, really stripped down. It does the simple things. There's things like Streak, which is a, a, a Google tool, and it plugs into your Gmail, really simple. There's things like uh, HubSpot, which is, which is free. Um, there's, you can use ActiveCampaign, there's Zoho. There's loads you can use. But it's less about the tool, it's more about you actually using it and following the process. Mm. Now for the people who are a little bit more advanced, you could start using technology to influence your conversion rates. Now let's say for example, from inquiry to assessment, your conversion rate is poor. I would start, what some care businesses are doing that we work with, is they're using um, things like Bonjoro. Now what Bonjoro is, is a tool where you can take your phone, record a video, and respond back to someone, let's say that's emailed you, or you can even send the video in a text. So let's create the scenario. Um, someone's looking for care, they inquire with three different companies in one night, two of the companies in the morning email and say, thanks for inquiring, we would love to work with you, et cetera, et cetera. But then you actually whip out your phone and say, hi, thanks for inquiring with us. My name is so-and-so. I'm the you know, register manager, X, Y, and Z. I can see, X, you know, just basically talk to them through Bonjoro. And what that does is it makes you stand out compared to your competitors. Yeah. And also it gives the person an opportunity to get a bit more of you and have that personal connection as well. And the good thing about that type of 
personalized communication is even if someone has found a provider, because you've put the time in to um, personalize that communication, people tend to respond back. So at least you get a firm, ah, oh, you know, thanks for the video. We've actually been, um, we've actually found someone. You get a firm communication to say, stop. So that's, some, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tool that can be used to really make a difference. Yeah, what I would just add, as I think it's quite important, when you're doing those videos, that's not just off the fly. You generally would have a script. So just like we have on the phone, on the phone you'd have something pre-prepared that would give you the certain things that you want to get across in that first uh, in human interaction with them. So definitely have a script. Then it's, it's not hard for you. You don't have to think about it. It's just boom, automatic. Say what you're going to say and cover all the points. Mm. Uh, so definitely really viable. And also, Bonjoro, by the way, I totally forgot to mention, it is free too. It's free. There's loads of free tools <laughs> for you to take advantage of. Just on the script, because I think that's really important. Yeah. Most people who um, handle inquiries aren't trained salespeople. They've never had professional training or customer service training. So I do think it's important. Some people might say a script. I don't want to feel robotic. But it's important. There's, there's certain things that need to be covered on first initial calls. There's yeah. certain things that need to be said on follow-ups through voicemail. There's certain things that need to be put in a text. So if you create scripts for all those bits of communication, create a process, you're taking the guesswork out of it. And if you want to get really, um, if, you, if you really want the best out of it, let's say, for example, you have two different scripts for texts, and you find out one produces more of a response start using that more. But like I said, don't overwhelm yourself with it. Start small and then you can start introducing things a little bit more. But the whole aim is to get a better end result at the end. Okay, brilliant, fantastic. We're running a little bit short in time, but I wanna just cover one more thing that we were talking about earlier in the day, and that is uh, video. So part of the process having pre-prepared video, uh, one of the mm. things we sometimes use is a Google Chrome extension where you can embed videos from YouTube onto your emails. And I think taking that uh, idea is YouTube is very powerful and just having videos to embed. Is there anything you'd suggest on bringing yeah. video to the process? So I, I love, I love that this, this process stuff, I love the use of video because you create assets once that you can use multiple times and that effective. So I'll give you an example for um, recruitment. Let's say, for example, between, you know, you've, you've worked hard to contact these inquiries, you booked the interview, but we usually find that there's a big um, drop off from interview booked to interview sat. So what you, one thing you can do is record a video from the team and say, mm -hmm. You know, you know, you record the video once. Hi, my name's so and so. I'm going to be intervie interviewing you today. Um, this is, you know, just bring the phone to someone else. Let's say we are back in the office. Bring the phone to someone else and say hi. Really looking forward to meeting with you, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You can record videos like that, and also on the customer side, let's say a care home, you can record a video of the team, and um, this is the chef. This is um, the registered manager. This is one of our uh, care professionals. And then when they actually come to the home, they feel like, oh, I remember you from the video. 
and you record it once and as part of the process you can just attach that to an email confirmation of um, uh, the viewing of the home so there's loads of clever ways you can use video I think it's a really good use of time to put some time aside to record specific types of assets specific types of videos and then you can use them at different times of the day absolutely absolutely okay Toby thanks so much for coming under the spotlight today it's been really good process is definitely something that people should really look into very very powerful especially from a new inquiry and recruitment perspective so that's all we've got time for but thank you very much for watching and listening um definitely leave a comment Toby you were saying something earlier about yeah I was saying, um, I was talking to a client, I was talking about the algorithms have changed on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. This is, this is good advice for yourself. Um, if you're putting messages out there, encourage people to comment and like. Because that, what, what the platforms are now doing, now the newest one, Facebook had done it quite a while ago, but now LinkedIn has done it is they're only showing your videos to a small batch of your um, followers. So a selfish plug, if you found this useful, please like the video, comment, share it with someone. We want to get this information as, and help as much care businesses as possible. So, and for yourself as well, use that.